let's get this thing rolling. Run Fast Podcast, episode number four. We have a really awesome guest on today, um, Garrett McQuitty, Westmont, formerly of Westmont High School, class of 2020, Cal Berkeley, track and field cross country, class of 2024. Thank you for having us, or thank you for taking the time, Garrett. If you want to take some time to introduce yourself. Yep, so I'm Garrett. I'm from Saratoga, California. Graduated high school in 2020. Unfortunately, didn't have a senior track season due to COVID, but now I'm uh, going into my junior year at University of California, Berkeley, and looking forward to it. Awesome. Miles, well, you want to get rolling with a question? Uh, let's do it. Great to have you on. First off, massive Cal fan, and I wish you'd see this wall that we have in front of us. It's just plastered Cal stuff. Um, <laughs> so how do you find Cal as uh, as your you know college that you're going to be running at? Um, yeah, so I, I first started talking to our saw him covered in Cal gear. I had been talking to him a little bit before that. Mom and I spotted him before my race. I was talking to him. I was like, I was talking to my mom, and I was like, Mom, that's that's Chaz Davis. He's the assistant coach at Cal. Like, I want I want to go talk to him. But I was I was really nervous. But um, eventually worked up the courage to go over and talk to him. And I was like, um, Hey, Chaz, um, nice to meet you, and Garrett. I I had filled out a couple like recruiting questionnaires, and I, I let him know that, and I just let him know that I was going to be in the the sombrero heat, which is like the the fastest heat at that meet. Um, and to look out for me, he asked me about my PRs and invited me to the the junior day that they were hosting, which is like an unofficial day. They were gonna bring in all the people that they were gonna look at recruiting, um, and then thankfully ended up winning that race with a PR. So uh, that definitely helped out with uh, how I was looking for him. And looking at your PRs kind of after a little bit of research, it seems like you tend to, tend to be an 800, 1500 meter specialist, especially. How do you think you found a love for those two events and found the mid distance as kind of your sweet spot? Yep, yep. So I think it, um, I've since, since I started running in fourth grade, I've always been, always been confident in my kick. And I think eight and 15 really gets me, gives me a chance to, to use that to my advantage. I can use, use my strength and my endurance, but also harness just speed that I have going in the last 200, 300 and um, close it out as fast as I can. So it's, it's long enough where I, it's something I can pace. Like, I don't think like 400 is no fun. It's just, you stay in the same lap. You're not like, in my opinion, you're not fully racing against the people you're with because everyone's in separate lanes. But then when you get to something like an eight or 15, you get the the events where everyone starts to, to starts to um, come in. It's not a sprint, but it's also a sprint because it's, it's short enough where like, it's a mix of everything. And I think that's, that's a great thing to have. Yeah, totally. And kind of reflecting on the recruiting process, like you talked about a little bit, what is life, what has the adjustment been like since you've become a division one athlete? Has the, obviously the workload's increased, obviously the practices and your schedules become a lot more busy, but what is that, what, what, what did it take to kind of adjust from high school varsity running to college level? I think uh, from a running perspective, like it was almost mostly the same. Um, obviously the coaching is um, a higher guy. Well, obviously love my high school coach, Ron Ernst, but just like Bobby's been doing things for so long. He, he knows his stuff. Um, but just like vibes within the team is it's basically like the same as my high school team. It's just great guys running together every day, having fun, living together, been living with a couple of my teammates. Like it's, it's definitely more serious, but it's also just as laid back, just as joking around at high school. Um, obviously class load, it's difficult. It's, it's university classes and stuff like that. But at least from a running perspective, like it's, it's definitely pretty similar, except for like higher mileage, harder workouts, more of a routine, but yeah pretty close is an easy transition for me college is is probably tough did were you talking to any other schools i mean not if you have to disclose that but how was the recruitment process for you you said if you filled out um a bunch of recruiting forums you probably emailed coaches i assumed what was what were kind of the the big key things you did to kind of stay on track with that and get noticed i guess the great thing about our sport is like especially with track you could have a time and a coach can have a standard and then you either meet that standard or you don't and that's that's the great thing about our sport is like it's either it's either you've got say if they're looking for somebody with a 415 mile and you've got a 420 then then they're not gonna be looking at you but like it's it's nice that everything is either posted on milesplitter athletic.net so from there like coaches can just find people and start talking to them from like what was it like september 1st of my junior year of high school um that's when coaches were allowed to start talking to me with um with ncaa rules and stuff like that mm-hmm. so i was getting a couple dms maybe i think first one was like arizona arizona state and then from there just like stuff was coming in every once in a while like i had i've had a, i would have a good race Get a couple messages, emails, phone calls from there. But yeah, I took I took official visits to um, UC Berkeley, UC Davis, 
UC San Diego and Wake Forest. Um, oh. And then that was like, once I, uh, after I'd narrowed things down from like who I was talking to, who I wasn't, out of like people I know that are running in college, like my PRs out of high school weren't amazing. Um, 415, 152, 25, like there were, there were definitely people faster than me. Like obviously within California, you got people running 408, 407. And so like, I definitely wasn't blue chip, but like I had enough people talking to me where I was able to get official visits, able to get a couple of offers. It's a really fun process and love, love traveling around the state, traveling around the country, like talking to people is, is great. Oh, it's great to hear about your transition into college, but obviously now that you're in college and uh, going to junior as an upperclassman, um, you're going to be a leader on, on the Cal team. And what are you going to try to be as a leader? I definitely just want to want to encourage all my teammates to do their best, encourage everyone to be to be running their miles, putting in their work. Um, obviously, want want everybody to have a fun time, but also just like understand that we've got big goals. We want to want to do well this season, do better than we did last season, and just yeah. make sure everyone's putting in the work. Yeah, obviously, I'll be a, I'll be a leader on my team. Looking forward to that. We've got our our junior class is pretty solid. Um, we've got six guys right now, um, all distance, mid distance guys. So like great mix across all of us. And um, yeah, looking forward to just being like having having the college experiences under my belt and like passing that down to our incoming freshmen, incoming sophomores. And so especially for like incoming, like new students and new division one athletes, did, do you think you had, you can have, you had like a moment where it, where it was kind of like a welcome to college running moment that was kind of like a, a kind of a shock to the system in a sense? Um, for me, I don't, I don't really think there was because coming into my freshman year of college with COVID, our coach Bobby Lockhart had to make a decision as to like, we were only alert, allowed a certain number of people, a certain a certain number of distance runners on our, like on our official roster, I guess, because the cross country season for Pac-12 was canceled, but the indoor track season was happening. And so he had to mix and match who he was putting on the like indoor roster for distance. And he made the difficult, difficult decision that I personally agree with. Um, to just put the incoming freshman on the indoor roster. And I think that makes sense because it was a situation where we were coming in and he, he could like tell us a workout and we'd have no idea what he's talking about. Cause like we weren't used to his um, training plans and stuff versus like he could send a workout to, to the upperclassmen, to the people that had been there and had been under him for a year or two at that point. And they would know if he sent like this specific workout, maybe they'd done it before they know what he's talking about versus with, with us freshmen, like we would have no idea what he said. So back to um, how the shock to the system was, it was only four of us freshmen training together um, or freshman guys training together our fall semester of freshman year. So it was just like us four, along with three or four of our, of our um, freshman girls at, at that time, training together, doing workouts, um, say up on our dirt track at Cal, up on the fire trails um, down at Edwards Stadium. So like it was, it was really chill vibes because it was just us and our coach. There was not like a huge pack of guys around us where it was like us coming in as, as barely out of high school seniors training with college seniors. So it wasn't it wasn't too much of a shock because of because of the situation that happened yeah that's awesome so like it wasn't like too intimidating in a sense to where like these are like all these yeah, super yeah. fast people around you i'd say it was pretty gradual like i guess my shock would have been like a run down at the berkeley marina we had everybody together our coach was obviously having us freshmen running less mileages less mileage than the seniors and so there was a tempo workout we did down there i think it was uh, february of 2021 and so obviously i'd been in college for a while at that point i'd been training with with us freshmen but then it was like that first workout back after Christmas break when everyone was allowed to be on that full roster because the spring 2021 track season was happening. And obviously that counted for eligibility for everybody. And so I guess that was a fun workout because I was doing a six mile tempo and like kind of struggling through it because I was running specific paces for that one, but it's called like 530s, 520s for a, for a six mile tempo. And then I'd have teammates that were doing that same thing for 10 miles. And I was like, whoa, like <laughs> these are my, these are my teammates. These are people I'm going to be running with for the next couple of years. And they're able to hold that pace that I was struggling with for six miles and able to hold that for 10, however many miles it was for that workout. Yeah. So yeah, that, that would have been the first shock of like how good the caliber of guys I was with was because like it had been me with four other guys that were around my ability level um, for that first semester. And then we get together as a group of 10, 15, however many guys it was for that workout. And we were just lined up two by two by two by two by two. Everyone was just hanging on that train. We had 
our senior captains, um, Ben Harper and Colin, uh, I think it would have been Colin up in front for that workout. So like that would have, that would have been the first shock, um, wow. but that was later down the, later down the college system. Yeah. That's awesome. And can you, I mean, me personally, with my high school running experience, I've, I've found that I've made a lot of friends through competition. Like I've made, I've made, I've been buddies with like a lot of kids around at different schools when you run against them. Like we all do cool downs together and stuff. We all say, Hey, hello. At, like during warmups when we get off the bus at the meet, like, can you speak on like the competition culture at the division one level? Like, so like, I guess my, my first uh, personal point to would be uh, Nolan Topper. He's at Stanford right now. He ran at Bellarmine. And so we've been running against each other. He's, he's a year younger than me, but so we've been running with each other or against each other for four years. We went to the same meets in high school. Obviously we're going to many of the same meets at Stanford this year. And so like, I've always been dig under Nolan at this point, but like a, a second ahead of him in each race, like I'll be, I outkicked him <laughs> at like our USF meet or like conference or maybe we had in Sacramento. And so, yeah, it's definitely like, I, I try to separate like on the track or on the course stuff from like stuff outside of that. Like I am super close with a bunch of other D run runners, the toppers from, from Stanford, a bunch of the Colorado guys I got close with during this, during this indoor track season, um, oh. Gail Niedagle, Jace Ashburner, um, people like them, but yeah, people all over that I've, I've met through races and met through meets that like, obviously I have a huge respect for them when we're on the track, but I also have a competition against them and I have to separate, oh, Hey, I really like this guy when we're chatting after the race on a cool down, but during this four minutes, 15 minutes, 26 minutes, depending on the race, I have to separate that and make it so like, A, this guy is the exact same person as any other person. And I, in my mind, I deserve to beat him. And I, so, so I have to like, make sure I don't hold myself back, even though, even though they're my friends. How has your mentality been, you know, in high school, you're probably one of the best runners on your team, if not the most likely. Um, so how do you, you know, keep that mentality to discipline yourself to keep, you know, getting better, keep going out there and getting on getting on the track just like um, improving yeah improving so i guess like a, lo a lot of my runs in high school would be would be on my own but i also had people um pretty close to me like throughout my years like obviously my senior year i was best on my team junior year. i definitely had people to look up to my freshman sophomore years and then that was be before becoming like a role model of myself on the team jason gomez from iowa state um he just got third in the 800 at ncaa's um he was my high school teammate so we were we were running against, uh, running with each other for a couple of years at that point. He's the same age as my brother, so they were super close. We'd always be hanging out. But yeah, freshman sophomore year, I'd, I'd have people to look up to and also like run workouts with. Junior senior year is like I'd be doing workouts with my teammates around the track with me, but also it'd be it'd be a faster workout, it'd be a longer workout, something like that. If I was still gonna be the best that I could be, they were still gonna be the best that they could be. Um, whether that's seven minute pace for an easy run or seven thirty pace for an easy run. And so, kind of reflecting on the summer as it's kind of coming to close and we're all kind of gearing up for school. How do you approach summer training and summer running? I know for those of you, for those people who follow you on Strava, they'll see you running around in, in loops endlessly. <laughs> yes, yes, the loops, the loops. But can you talk about your summer training and how maybe that's changed or evolved since high school and how you approach summer training in general? Yeah, yeah. So this this summer was a, a little different or a lot different than than other summers I had. Um, I was working as, as a summer camp counselor up in uh, upstate New York where I scale oh. right now. I just hang out with my family now. But yeah, so the summer camp wasn't connected to, well, wasn't connected to roads. It's a, a boat trip across to the mainland. So yeah, it was a, a 0.82 mile loop around around the camp, like through like the high ropes course um, behind the arena, down by the waterfront and beach, and then like through the forest. It was like enough to enough to keep me mentally stimulated. Where it was like obviously it's still round and round 0.82. What's that like 20 laps to a long run or something like that? So it was it was a lot. The terrain was changing enough. I'd go through roots, gravel, sand, grass at some points, and so like it was it was enough to keep me entertained. But like it was a lot round and round. But back to just a regular summer. It's basically just base mileage up at I think I hit 86 miles or something like this, something this week, a couple of doubles, just one tempo a week. So it's just like building up that base through and through and making sure I take a nice progression, not like jumping miles too quickly while also not like holding myself back, keeping things stagnant. So it's definitely like a balance between the two, at least like since I've started taking summer training more and more seriously, um, because obviously like miles over summer are the ones that build you the stamina that you need for workouts, which then helps you win championships, championships season comes around. So like, yeah, it's just lots of mileage. 
a um, couple of tempos, but just making sure I have that um, leg strength, heart strength, lung strength to to get through the season. I think a big a big part of the Cal culture, just in general at the school, is the rivalry with Stanford. Can you talk about like how your experience has been with that rivalry, with Stanford, and how the whole the whole axe thing and football, and also also track and cross country too, because Stanford's a really good team. Cal's also yeah. a really good team, but how do you kind of approach that rivalry and the history behind that with the two schools? At least across cross country, it's um it's a tough competition because they've got they've got their squad with uh, other guys, Kai, Cole, everyone like him, um, and so and Charles obviously, and so like from that standpoint, it's it's really tough because we'll be we'll be against them and they've got they've got three, four, five guys ahead of me, um, and so for cross country, it's definitely difficult. But when it comes to track and like football and stuff like that, like there's some statistic where it's the oldest college football rivalry rivalry in the U.S. Like behind, wow. may, maybe behind Yale and Harvard or something like that. They've got a little upper hand on us on the on the longer distances at this point. But when it comes to comes to field events, spreads and stuff like that, we even it out a little bit more. So it's um it's amazing vibes at the at the big meet this year. We line the track for the four by four. There's the home team takes the inside, and then the away team uh, starts out in lane seven, and then once the first leg comes around, we scoot in to I think lane three or four and so through that last final stretch of each lap it's just a tunnel of Stanford on one time Cal on the other and everyone's screaming chains at the runner and so it's a it's a real honor to be to be on that four by four and to be chosen to, to represent your team at the big meet because it's it's such a big deal for both teams and yeah it's definitely it's an amazing rivalry and to praise them a little bit it helps both teams be the best and it's definitely a great tune-up when it comes to the postseason because especially like for the 1500 which I ran this year it was a big test before before uh, championship season given that like we went through 800 meters at maybe 210 for 1500 as as d1 athletes and then came through and finished the laps in 53 or 54 and so it's definitely like a good test going into championship season when it's not going to be like a pace race it's not going to be something where you know what's going to happen it's going to be something like a sit and kick where you need to be ready for the move whenever it happens moving the timeline back here in terms of your running career how did you first get into running was there someone in your life or something that inspired you to kind of pick up the sport shout out to my one and only brother justin McQuitty. he was going into middle school sixth grade and he joined the middle school cross-country team track team cross-country obviously in the beginning of fall when he first started and i was in fourth grade at that point my family friend and first coach uh, susie blake she also had a, a club team uh, based in los gatos and i was like oh my brother's running like i want to try it too and then from there, just never looked back. My very first cross-country race, in my parents' opinion, I went out too fast. Um, and they started shouting me to slow down. At one point, I got, like, I didn't, I didn't, wasn't lost, but I didn't know if I was on the right part. So I, like, stopped and just walked for, like, 10, 15 seconds just to, like, look around and see if there were any runners near me. But I think I ended up getting, like, third or fourth in my, um, in my very first race. So like I found, found that drive, found that, found the competition there. And it's like, just run as fast as you can. It's the most simple, simple sport you can have. So true. So true. And did you, did you play any of the sports before that? Or was like running always your thing? I played soccer and baseball growing up and then found lacrosse and, and discovered that I could run around and whack people with sticks and it was totally okay. I played that maybe from 12 up to 13 or 14 um I, up until the end of middle school because my high school didn't have a didn't have a lacrosse team funnily enough i was a uh, goalie on my team yeah I'd, I'd come home i'd show off my bruises to my dad that i get from the ball just absolutely pelting me in the thigh you could almost read the like whatever brian logo was on the ball at that point <laughs> loved it but um found running as my calling and obviously happy with her happy with where it's got me so far would you t would you say like like running was always your thing or was like was something that running about it that like kind of drove you away from other sports into like running as your calling it's the normal story for people to go from soccer to running i'm not sure why but that's <laughs> I, I guess i'm i guess i'm the same as everyone else obviously i'd, I'd have fun with lacrosse i'd go uh, after, right after middle school i'd have cross-country practice and then i'd grab my bike uh, ride home, grab my lacrosse bag, and bike over lacrosse practice. I was—I don't think I was more serious about one sport or the other at that point. Given that my high school didn't didn't have a lacrosse team, I didn't have much of a choice. I could have—I could have kept playing club if I wanted to. I did once I got into into high school. It was tough to balance between lacrosse and high school uh, running because I could do like 
cross country in the fall and then lacrosse in the spring. And then I'd be maybe out of shape for that next cross country season because I didn't have the track season there. Um, so it's just cross country track, cross country track over and over. And yeah, after that. I was looking at your mile split recently just to mm -hmm. kind of do some research for this podcast. And you have a mark in the triple jump. <laughs> I do, I do. Okay, I'm very happy you're getting to that. So um, <laughs> yes, my dad wasn't very happy about my, my whole plan. At high school meets, we were able to do um, four events. And so say if there's a meet where I do 800, 1600, 3200, just like regular dual meet, pretty much tempo for me, which is like win each of those. And I was like, hey, I got an event left over. Might as well just like go over to the triple jump and screw around with that. And so and my dad was scared. Like they're going to see those events and they're going to think you're not serious. I'm like, dad, I don't care. It's fun. Um, so yeah, I was I was able to get every single track event on like um, our mark for every track event so like one two four eight sixteen thirty two four by one four by four one hundred ten hurdles and three hundred hurdles i also did long jump triple jump and shot put i guess i'll trust you on that i think there's a triple jump mark but i would have had i would have needed a discus and long jump my senior year which unfortunately wasn't able to get but i think i had to I had to sacrifice and i don't think i was going to be able to get a high jump mark or a pull vault mark unfortunately because for those there's minimums so i could i I don't know how it would work, but maybe I could like have just a, a DNF or a DNS on, on my, on my pull vault and um, high jump mark. But yeah, I think the, the minimum mark for meets was like five feet in the, in the high jump and maybe like 10 feet in the pull vault. And without, without any training, without taking away time from, from my running, I don't think I would, would have been able to, would have been able to get a mark for that. So you've been, you've been all around the track then, I guess that's, that's, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. It was good fun. There was one point where um, it was my, my sophomore year. And at that point I was on my varsity team. Also freshman year, but um, we had frosh off championships in high school and I was just there volunteering, watching my teammates and stuff like that. And somehow we ended up needing a leg for a four by one. And they were like, Garrett, take this uniform, go run the four by one. And so I was a anchor for a four by one. And so I was able to check that mark off my bucket list. After all your years of running, what do you think running's gift has been to you? Like you're, you know, something you've learned, an experience you've had, you know. From the simplest perspective, just like a drive to do my best also helps with like being on time because I know how long like 60 minutes is, 30 minutes is for, for whatever run. So I have to like schedule that, make sure I'm able to fit my double in throughout the day. And so like, I guess like punctuality, working hard. And I think the, the great thing is like, you can't hide behind talent. Mm. Once you get to a certain point, once you get to like maybe a, maybe a five minute mile or whatever in middle school, like, so it's like, you have to work hard. You have to have a drive and you have to just be willing to like push yourself to a smart limit. Like don't push yourself to the point where you end up injured or something like that. You have to be willing to do your best. You have to be willing to hurt and like push yourself to places that you haven't been before in order to do well. Would you, I mean, there's, I feel like there's an ongoing stigma that I, that I've asked a lot about, um, running, you, you do running because you're unathletic or you run because you are <laughs> athletic. What is, what is kind of your, your thought on that? Since I've focused more on running, I've definitely lost um, some of my hand-eye coordination that I used to have from, <laughs> say, baseball, soccer, or lacrosse. I was thrown around I went lacrosse with some of the campers over the summer um, as a counselor, and I, I had, hadn't lost that too much, but, like, we'd play some some counselor soccer games every once in a while. Definitely lost definitely lost a lot of that because I'm just running around circles all day, um, be a tracker, <laughs> running straight lines. So, like, I wouldn't consider ourselves unathletic. i just say uncoordinated, maybe. Unathletic, I think those, I think that's the wrong word, but uncoordinated, I'll, I'll give myself that because I, okay. I definitely don't have the soccer ability because I'm just like with soccer, you have to be looking up and down, remembering where the ball is, remembering where your teammates are, stuff like that. And so like, right, I'm just looking straight, maybe looking down every once in a while, make sure I don't trip, but I'm not like focusing on kicking a ball and running at the same time. Yeah, that makes sense. I think for me, it's more like, like running, it makes you, it like it opens like, a, like it requires a different type of athleticism, I'd, I'd, I'd like to think, just because yeah. you're working different parts of your body. Like, I don't think lacrosse or soccer, while those are like high endurance sports, I don't think it works your lungs or your heart as much as running. Exactly. Much. Exactly. And Especially with those, like you, you get breaks, you get timeouts. There's no, there's no timeouts in cross country. You have to be, you have to be running as fast as you can for the whole time or 
not as fast as you can. Obviously, the first five minutes of a race, you're pacing yourself and understanding that like there is more time left in the race. But like with soccer, it's a, a, a marathon of sprints almost, I think. Like in a sense, like running is a super scientific sport. Like I feel like athletes who run are just so we're so focused on a lot of the smaller things that a lot of sports, other sports don't really focus on, like the yeah. VO2 max, your aerobic endurance, your anaerobic threshold, threshold, stuff like that, that people don't really focus on. I don't know if you've, you've seen that with yourself too. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, there's, there's so much data on my watch. It's, it's absolutely insane. There's a bunch of stuff that I don't understand, but it's like, there's obviously like different numbers, different metrics that, that you can measure stride length, lung capacity, heart rate. I got a heart rate monitor that I unfortunately recently lost, but Ooh. that had like balance between left foot and right foot, stride length, breath per minute. There's everything like that. But I, I guess like from there, if you, if you break it down to all the different pieces, there's, there's so much different stuff. Personally, I'm majoring in data science. And so like having all those numbers, they like, there's obviously so much I don't understand, but like, if you put it all together and then it all starts to make sense. You know, you guys talked a little, you know, maybe a good two minutes right there about a bunch of random stuff that I, I don't understand yet because, you know, I'm <laughs> entering freshman year and I feel like maybe just a small portion of that is because, you know, I haven't had the coaching or the experience with older guys that have given me the opportunity to learn these various words and things that yeah, are going yeah. on inside my body. Exactly. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I don't pay too much attention to that stuff, but it's like, it's definitely, it's there. What has your experience been with coaching throughout your years of running? My, uh, my high school coach, Juan, he was also my soccer coach growing up because his youngest son, Tyler, is the same age as my older brother. And so he was just volunteering his time, obviously not getting paid much as a, as a kid soccer coach. So definitely not doing that for the money. Definitely a great guy. But yeah, he decided to be the high school coach when his I think, older son entered high school. And so he had ran he had ran through high school. He was just like, I'll, I'll help out the guys, help out, help out my brother's friends, or sorry, help out his son's friends. Um, my brother including that just build up a relationship from there Susie Blake before him she also had a son that my brother age uh, brother's age named Daniel he was ended up swimming in Kentucky did an absolutely great job once he took over swimming from after he finished after he finished running but yeah just like between between middle school and high school it was just people who who were doing their best to learn as much as they could from the people around them in order to just to help out kids and help them be help them enjoy stuff they also enjoy themselves with coach Lockhart he's just been I think he was at Oklahoma State for 10 years loads of experience from that he was at UNC for one, and then he was able to get a head coaching job at Berkeley. And so he's just, he's been coaching for so long. He has loads of experience coaching men, men's milers. And so it's just like full trust in him that he knows what's best for me, along with feedback that I give him about, hey, this workout was really hard. This workout was really easy. Can I add a couple reps to it? Stuff like that. But yeah, I've thankfully never had a coach that I didn't get along with. And it's been an amazing relationship with each and every one of them. What are, what are some things or what are some big goals that you have coming up for this year, maybe senior year as well, in terms of running the team, maybe some success or some just team goals in general. What is something you're, like you're looking forward to or want to accomplish with your remaining time at Berkeley? Going into the season, we'll have, I think, four or five cross-country meets. Um, I don't exactly remember the schedule. I'll figure that out when I'm back in town. I guess just want to make sure everyone's everyone's having a great time. Everyone's running as fast as they can. Obviously, looking for PRs on each of the cross-country courses that I've ran before. USF course in San Francisco through Golden Gate Park. I know that'll be opener as it is every year. But then I think we're headed down to UC Riverside for a meet. And so I've never ran on that course before. Just looking forward to having fun there. Um, keeping the guys together in a pack for as long as we can. Kicking to the finish and scoring as little points as we can. Obviously going to the indoor track. Ran 401 at .02 last season. So obviously looking for a sub four mile um, this coming season. And then place as high as I can at um, at conference and at regionals for track. Definitely hoping to make make the national meet this year. I was three, four, five spots off this year. So Looking, looking forward to that. Looking forward to running loads of miles with, the, with my teammates and friends. Awesome. Well, what are you, um, I mean, what else do you get up to at, at college? Are you part of any groups or anything like that? I'm on the board for like our, our student athlete ASB. Um, oh, so cool. it's called, it's SAC, it's Student Athlete Advisory Council. So it's 
uh, me along with uh, the Pontrana football team, a gymnastics guy, a gymnastics lady, and a guy on our soccer team. And so we we compose the exec board. We're basically like the liaison between the student athletes and the administration, the student uh, the athletics administration. So we're just like making sure everyone has the the best experience possible. At the beginning of fall 2021, I decided I would try hanging out with the the Quidditch club team at Cal. Went out to like one of their dodgeball events and one of their um, capture the flag events that they were having, like just like get everyone out and involved. But then unfortunately decided that if I came back to Coach Lockhart and I said, hey, sorry, Coach Bobby, I um, injured myself playing Quidditch. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't think that would go over too well. So I um, had to put that aside. <laughs> so yeah, definitely I'll, I'll try and get involved in some, some data science clubs this semester, obviously outside of running, going to classes, studying, stuff like that, all the, all the basic uh, usual stuff. But yeah, hanging out with friends, hanging out with teammates. Um, well, that's all we've got. Where can people find you on the World Wide Web, on Strava, on Instagram, anything else? Strava is my name, Garrett McQuitty, uh, G-A-R-R-E-T-T-M-A-C-Q-U-I-D-D-Y. -D -D uh, Instagram is just going to be my last name, uh, McQuitty, M-A-C-Q-U-I-D-D-Y. Yeah. Awesome, Garrett. Well, thank you for taking the time. Have a great summer. Good luck at this year's USF Invitational, especially just because like we that was our middle school course, that, that um, yeah, yeah. course. So get out hard, get in a rhythm. Good luck with that. Good luck with the rest of your season. Track season, um, everything. Yeah, we'll we'll be awesome. following you. We'll be following the Bears. Appreciate it, Evan. Thank you, Miles. Thank you. Go Bears. Thank you guys in part. Right, go, Bears. go Bears. Go Bears. Always. All right. Well, this concludes our double upload, our double episode upload. Thank you guys for tuning in. Anything you want to say, Miles? Appreciate it for listening. Um, that was a really fun one to record. I learned a lot. Um, so yeah. Go Bears. Actually, I can't say that.